The phenomenal Football Friday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with everybody today on the BetQL Network. Badass first two hours of the show, badass two hours still to come. Brad Evans, our stadium teammate, will join us in 20 minutes. Brad will give us his prop bets coming up for divisional weekends in the NFL for all four games. We'll also try and squeeze out some college basketball bets. Shouldn't be too difficult. Our guy Brad Evans loves college hoops. That's coming up in 20 minutes. 60 minutes from now, oh yeah, Ian Eagle joins us, making his You Better You Bet debut. Uh, We're very excited to welcome the great Ian Eagle to the show. Matt Moore will also join us in the Power Hour, giving us NBA bets for this phenomenal Friday. And we'll give you all our bets for tonight to close the show. And I got a certified banger in the NBA, in the prop market, that I can't wait to give out uh, to close today's show. But uh, in this segment, and then 40 minutes from now, which is the final segment, uh... For Stadium and an hour number three of today's show, we will head over to YouTube and Twitch to find out the bets that our show chats like for this weekend in the NFL. We do it every single Friday. We have not named the segment yet, mostly because our brain power is limited at this point in the season. We will we will use our brains for things other than the show and things that directly impact us now once football season is over and we have a moment to exhale. Uh, so we're looking forward to doing that at the end of the football season. Uh, but for now, we will just keep this unnamed. Maybe we will call it... Uh, the real ones know for now. Our host will be Alex Fasano, and Alex will join us in just a second. But first, we will need our pal, Jake Hassan, to play the terrible introduction music that we have for this segment. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay! Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the DJN Corner. Ah, uh, the music takes me to a different it's place. You know, not not New York, not Connecticut for Ken. Just no. Somewhere where there's not snow on the ground. No. The sunshine. Sometimes I just play that song in my basement when it's like 10 degrees outside. I just start hooling around on my lay on. It's great. See, I guess like January's not the worst month because we have the NFL playoffs. It's February's close. the worst month, right? It's, <laughs> it's actually, you know what? It is the worst month. It actually is. January it, sucks. I, I think man. January is the worst. Yeah, because like it sucks. The holidays are over, and you're just like, "Welcome back, average life, average day, terrible weather." Like, what am I looking forward to? And like, at least in February, you're just like, "Well, we're getting closer." You know, like we are by, by the end of February. Sometimes even in thanks global warming, like New York, Connecticut, sometimes the last week of February, not even that bad. Actually, kind of mild usually a lot of the time. Now, what would you consider, and like for the people watching the show in cold, colder weather climates in the United States, what would you consider right now to be not that bad temperature-wise? Like mild or just, well, not that bad would just be anything but what we have right now, which is like 10. So, I, uh, think, I think I'm looking for like 35 is not that bad right now. Next week, we're supposed to get like 40, 45 for a couple of days. It's I supposed mean, to be pretty I good. Mean, for, no, 45 is going to feel yeah. 45 is going to feel like 75 next week. I agree. I'm telling you, last week of February, sometimes we just we already start getting that. Well, last week, last year didn't snow at all here either, which is the other thing. That's I mentioned that yesterday. The two, the two things we have a lot more this year: snow and germs. It's really been a it's been a blast so far this month of winter that we've had. And and now that we, uh, my wife and I have started taking care of the cats in our neighborhood, now this is like our like existential crisis. Is like when it, when mm. it's snowing and like ten degrees, we worry about we worry about the yeah. cats. Worry about the cats. Try and do our best. Where do they where do they That's... go? So we we made a couple houses for them, and like they, a right. couple of them will sleep in the houses. Enough? I think that 
without electric heating, like a, without it being plugged in, like we have done everything that can be done. So it's like right. uh, it's a uh, it's like a uh, like a like a style like a rubber container that you would like put whatever right. that you cut a circle in for the cats to go into. There's styrofoam on all sides of it, and then this is important: not straw. It's one of the two. We have the right one. I'm gonna screw it up. You could do straw or hay. One of them <laughs> absorbs the cold and gets cold. The other does not. We have the okay. right one, whatever the right one is. And I, I always get well, a lot them of mixed a lot up. of research was done here. You watching YouTube oh, yeah. videos on like building stuff for cats? Was that happening? Well, well, what I did was I uh, I bought all the stuff and then someone else did it for us. But I bought all the materials yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Who did it for you? Like an outdoor cat expert? Like I don't understand. Um. Well, yes. Not like an outdoor, but someone who's handy. Like I'm not handy. Oh, like, okay. I can't do that. Like I can't like. But you knew like, what you wanted. Hole. Yeah. Like, you knew like the, oh okay so you had the design down you just needed somebody to do the the. Yeah, I just I can't do it, man. Yeah, I'm just like okay. I, I'm punting. I'm, I, I will pay. For, I will compensate people. Like honestly, yeah. like above market value to do these things. Sure. Because my time's more important. That's just I, how I view things. I love it. Yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck so, to the so, cats. Hopefully, they make it. Yeah. Well, this is poor animals. Like any like animal that's outside, and humans humans also as well I have a little more empathy for animals. You know, because humans suck. Uh, Alex Fasano does not suck. He's our, our executive producer. He's awesome and a Shamanad graduate. So shout out to him, Alex. Uh, what do we got first up here in uh, whatever we're calling this here, the social segment here on Fridays? All right, whatever we're calling this year's social segment on Fridays. Let's start in the Twitch chat. Ironic at Black Cat Double O Seven One. Must be a James Bond fan because he's taking Jameson Williams 50 or more <laughs> receiving yards. I knew you guys would like that. Why is he taking it? Would I? Well, the Tampa passing defense, they gave up yards. All right. I, I, I don't know if I've gotten past the introduction there, which was very well done, to be fair. Black cat with a K and cat also, it's worth noting. There's like, there's kind of a oh, lot okay. going on there. Yeah. Okay, well, shout out, shout out to him. I like, I like tuxedo yeah. cats a lot. Now, a tuxedo cat is not a sure. black cat. Tuxedo cat is a primarily black cat that has like splotches of white, hence the tuxedo. I'm a big tuxedo cat guy. Also, like I, I kind of like, I really like this bet. Uh, also, I, I always like Jamison Williams. So this is an, an alt, obviously. There's no way this is Jamison Williams. Like actual price is 50 yards, no chance. No, it's, it's, it's the first number. Was it second yeah, alt? Yeah. So let's see. Yeah. I want to see like what his yardage is. It's probably like in the, the 30s. Uh, Jameson Williams Alex says the is price is plus 155 for 50 plus. Oh, plus for 50 plus. 33 and a half is Jameson Williams' um, yardage prop for the game. So it's, look, you know, like Josh Reynolds, <laughs> Josh Reynolds was the Lions guy last week. So there are a couple problems with this bet. I like it because I like Jameson Williams and he could go over on one reception. The problem, obviously, is that Reynolds had five for 80 last week. He had seven targets. Jameson Williams only had two targets last week. Sam Laporta had three catches. He only had three targets. But ostensibly, you would think like Laporta's a little healthier going into this matchup. The Bucks have gotten slammed by tight ends all season. Amon Ross St. Brown's always going to get his. And if it stands to reason that Laporta's going to be a little healthier and the Bucks get slammed by tight ends, Laporta's going to get more work this week. So it's almost like... Like, if Reynolds is going to get that much, then how is Jamison Williams going to go over? Now, I like the tantalizing, like, ability of Jamison Williams. And in a game that I think could get a little loose and a little high scoring, Williams could go over this on one reception. So, I guess, like, if I didn't have, like, the man crush on Jamison Williams, maybe I would say stay away from this one. But because I like the player so much, and I do like this matchup for him, I will co-sign this bet. But it is not without its hashtag issues, Ken, heading into Sunday. You and you and 0071. 
You guys are on the same. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's All right. Golden Eye. Yeah. I love it. I, mean, I think we have like nine of these, so we should probably just do the next one. What would the James Bond movie title of this prop bet be? Uh, I'm I'm really bad at these. So like it would be... Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, like a pass to kill or something like that. It would have to have some kind of murder reference in it. Or like, <laughs> or like Moonrake or something with Lion in it. Like Lion, lion yeah. Tamer. Oh, Lion Tamer's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, not bad, uh, right? Yeah, I like it. I like where we're going here. All right. Well, I guess maybe Lion Tamer would be like Jameson Williams under, but whatever. That's not the point. Uh, Alex, what's next? All right, let's jump over to the YouTube chat. Our guy at Rick Orton, you know, Randy's brother. Uh, he's taking... <laughs> well done. <laughs> he's taking a little bit of a future here with San Francisco to win the NFC conference. Why does he yeah. like it? Glass, Sammy P, and happen. Ken. <laughs> it's going to happen. Glass, Sammy P, and Ken all expect a San Francisco victory. I'm taking that advice and thinking similar San Fran success ne next week. So, Ken, we're going to uh, RKO the bookies here with this one? Right, yes. <laughs> Off the top rope, here's a future. It's just, it's, uh, I've gone back and forth on, like, how much of this I want. I, I have a lot and at, like, a variety of prices. And I added more this week. It just... It's tough, right? Because you're like, what do you... It kind of depends what you think. We know what the money line is going to be against the Packers to a certain extent. It kind of depends on what you think the market's going to do in the Lions, likely the Lions game with Detroit going to San Francisco. And, you know, if you are if you think it's going to be something and that's better, you know, maybe it's better to bet that next week. Just bet them to win this game, bet them to win that game. It might be a better price. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm pretty high on San Francisco next week if they play Detroit. And I think the market will be too. Um just like my guess on how I could, I would see that market playing out. So yeah, like you, I mean, you're look, they're minus to win the conference. There's no mystery here that they're the most likely team to win. Uh, I, I hate the other three teams <laughs> and, and if the other, here's the other thing, if the other three teams made it and played Buffalo or played Kansas city or whatever, I mean like lungs on the AFC team to also the other way to bet that is if San Francisco loses, I'm betting the AFC to win the Super Bowl for limits everywhere. If San Francisco loses the game, I mean, they're just, it's, there's nobody on that side that makes any sense if that happens, uh, if the Niners get upset, but I don't think they're going to get upset. Um, maybe the Packers can go on a run, but, uh, yeah, like I look, I like the bet. It's just like, it's a two team money line parlay and I think they're going to win both games. It's not going to age in your favor unless they win. There's, it's not like an award where Embiid's nine to one, but he should be three to one. This is priced like the two money lines. I just think they're they're really likely to win both games. And uh, and look like and maybe they get to the Super Bowl and they play the legend Patrick Mahomes and they become the legend killer. Shout out to our guy Rick Orton. Alex, what else we got? All right, let's go to the YouTube chat. Our guy at seven shots. He's riding a player prop, Travis Kelsey, over 61 and a half receiving yards. Why? It's a low number in a huge game. And Kelsey historically eats versus Buffalo, and the Bills are thin at linebacker and secondary. Uh, so let's start with this. What would uh, the guy who submitted this question, what would his favorite song, Alex, be by the band LMFAO? Uh, that would be shots, 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 shots. <laughs> seven every, shots, shots, shots. Every, right. every, everybody. Everybody. Uh, so last week, Ken, 
played the yeah. Travis Kelsey over is 56 and a half. So it's been adjusted up a little bit, which I think makes sense, right? Over 56 and a half. Uh, and I've, I've said this a couple times this week. There were a couple instances on Saturday night against Miami where he looked like the old Travis Kelsey. And then a couple instances where he just looked like old Travis Kelsey. Dropping a couple yeah. passes in uncharacteristic fashion. Now, I will say in this particular game, I'll I'll break out one of my old catchphrases. Wouldn't would never bet the under on Kelsey here. Not with all the injuries and and it's at the middle of the field injuries too for the Buffalo Bills. It is still like Travis Kelsey in a big game, big rivalry. Like this this like this is basically truncated here. This is like if this were season long fantasy football. Like you love this Kansas City offense. It's kind of like it was back when Tyree Kill was there. It was like Kelsey, Tyree Kill, running back. That's it. Now, it's Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Pacheco. That's basically it with like a sprinkling of a smattering of other guys here. Uh, I like it. I like the Kelsey over Ken in this game, 61 and a half. Yeah, I don't have any argument. I feel like when you usually give it a Kelsey over on the show, I'm I'm in. Um, yeah, I got nothing here. Makes sense. Okay, Alex, let's get one more in here. And, and if we haven't gotten to yours, we have another, at least one other segment slotted out yeah. for this for you. All right, let's stay in the YouTube chat. At Nolan Short is taking Josh Allen over 44 and a half rushing yards. He's hit the over in six of his last nine playoff games, including both games against the Chiefs. He saves it for the big games. Also, plus 1,600 to lead the playoffs in rushing yards is a nice look if they make the Super Bowl. Oh, well, Ken, you can talk about the second one here. I'll just, I'll talk about Allen. Uh, this is another one. I don't know if I'll bet this. I think he's averaging like, like 55 yards against Kansas City rushing in his career. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't think you can bet the under here just because it's a must-win game. They're going to run him. Like, what are they, are they saving him for, for something for like next weekend against Ball? Like, they got to win this game. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to bet it. But I would never bet. If I were to bet it, I would only bet the over, Ken, not the under on Allen rushing yards. He had 74 in the first game. They'll have the benefit of, obviously, he has a head start on McCaffrey would be the player that you'd be the most worried about because um, the Ravens are unlikely to produce a running back that'll lead. Aaron Jones is currently the postseason leader in rushing yards, very unlikely to win this week. Pacheco is a little ahead of him. James Cook, who's on his own team, is five yards ahead of him. It's not bad. It's just like, I think you're getting three games of McCaffrey, and I think it's really unlikely four games of Josh Allen is beating three games of McCaffrey, like, enough to bet the price. The price is the most appealing part. It it can hit. I just, uh, I don't know, like, he broke off a huge run in the last game, and that's not going to happen every single game. In a 50-yard run against the Steelers, that probably doesn't happen in the other games, and that's what's holding this down. Most fourth down rushing conversions, I'm in. This The, the overall yards, he's just at a disadvantage. So we, we got a couple of prop questions there. Just for the record, my favorite out of all of those. Like if I had to play one, it would be the Kelsey over receiving yards was my personal favorite for whatever the hell that's worth. On the other side, we'll get more props coming up for this weekend with Brad Evans. We'll get back to your bets from YouTube and Twitch later this hour.